What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, another night in the books. Nothing crazy really went on last night, but there are some some things to cover. First of all, first order of business, the Mets did place Jacob deGrom on the 10-day IL. So, he's officially on the injured list. They have recalled right-hander Sean Reed Foley in his place. I mean... It's a bummer, obviously. The best pitcher in baseball going on the injured list is a bummer for the Mets. It's a bummer for everyone who likes to watch him pitch. But it's going to be retroactive to May 10, and it's not really a surprise because he made an early exit from his start the other day. The MRI didn't reveal any structural damage, but the Mets naturally want to be cautious as possible, especially since he had been scratched from his start before that due to inflammation in his right lat. So something's definitely not completely right and well with Jacob deGrom so hopefully hopefully he can get that sorted out and he can heal and be healthy you know I'm actually seeing here so the pitcher who's being called up to replace him Sean Reed Foley you know some of you know him he was up with the Blue Jays past couple years and everything he was actually born in Guam interesting fun fact of the day I don't know how many Guamese major league players we have but according to Baseball Reference, there have yeah have only been two Guamese MOE players in history. I mean, or I should say, born in Guam. Sean Reed Foley grew up in Florida, I believe, but he was born in Guam. And the only other player to be born in Guam was a player by the name of John Haddig, who played in the big leagues very briefly in 2006. Interesting, very interesting. Sorry, that was, hey, you see something like that, you got to call it out. You got to point it out. The Padres have had a couple positive COVID tests. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Will Myers have tested positive for COVID-19. So they're both going to land on the injured list because the league's health and safety protocols stipulate that a player that tests positive is going to have to be away from the team for at least 10 days. Tatis tested positive and is asymptomatic. But then, you know, they they contact traced a couple other players. Jerkson Profar, Jorge Mateo, and Eric Hosmer are being contact traced. So they're going to have to be away from the team for some time. So the Padres are, are losing, honestly, <laughs> the bulk of their lineup right now to this, which is which is unfortunate. If you're a Padres fan, now you're going to have to go a week plus without most of your players. And that's that's tough in baseball because you play so many games. That's a lot of games that you're going to miss miss out on you're gonna miss some some good players for the for those games but hopefully in the long run everything will will uh work itself out but what do i know it's it's not necessarily gonna work out like that nobody really knows in other news the oakland athletics have begun to explore relocation so this has been in the works for some time you know oakland's sports teams have have had some some discussions in recent years about moving. I mean, the Raiders actually moved to Vegas. The Oakland A's are now thinking of moving to somewhere. I mean, they're saying Vegas is the likeliest possibility if the A's do relocate. But, I mean, there's something about that Coliseum that um, is just not really fit for baseball. It's a fun place to watch, like, on TV and stuff. I've never been to the O.co. People who have been there have told me it's, like, it's one of the 
the worst baseball stadiums. You know, that place in Tropicana Field, I've been to the Trop. It's just not really a baseball stadium. So, you know, these new stadiums that are popping up around the country, like, for example, you take Truist Park down in Atlanta, the Rangers' new ballpark, it has a baseball feel to it. The Coliseum does not really have a baseball feel to it. It's just the fans that make it what it is. They, they make the most of it. And, you know, they, they make it a really rowdy and nice environment for the home team, especially when the A's are playing well. But the A's need a – or they believe they need a new ballpark to remain competitive with, you know, I guess the the business side of this. I mean, there have been a lot of issues. I mean, in 2016, there was a sewage issue where, you know, the, the tunnel and, like, you know, down behind the dugout got got flooded with sewage. And there have been a lot of other issues with lighting and things like that. So just trying to get into a, a more modern facility is definitely a priority for Oakland right now. And uh, their owner, the A's owner, claims that the future success of the A's depends on a new ballpark. I mean, it's the little things that matter. Honestly, I can understand that. I can understand that. But if they go to Vegas, uh, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. The Vegas Raiders, but you know, we'll see. We'll see where they end up. But the A's are definitely looking to relocate. Looking into some games from yesterday. So the Dodgers got a much-needed win, 6-4 to four over the Mariners at Dodger Stadium. Thanks to a big three-run homer off the bat of... of uh, Gavin Lux, I'm sorry. Gavin Lux in the bottom of the eighth. So that's Lux's first regular season homer at Dodger Stadium. And honestly, it was the biggest homer of his young career. Big moonshot. He knew it off the bat and helped him get the win, honestly. The Mariners jumped out to a 4-1 lead thanks to some homers, two solo shots by Mitch Hanniger and then a two-run shot by Kyle Seager. Walker Buehler pitched. So, you know, it was actually the first time Bueller's allowed three homers at Dodger Stadium. But the Dodgers got that big hit from Lux. I mean, over the past few weeks, an outing like that for Walker Bueller definitely would have lost the game for L.A. because they haven't been hitting. But they got that big hit yesterday. Hopefully that can get their lineup back into the swing of things. They they just need a hit. They're not hitting. That's That's the problem with L.A. right now. But they get that big win yesterday, and you'll take what you can get. You'll take what you can get. The Astros defeated the Angels 5-1. Shohei Otani took the mound for the Angels, and he pitched very well. Seven innings, one earned run, ten strikeouts. The only run he gave up was a solo homer. But, you know, it kind of fell apart once he handed the ball over to the bullpen. That was what kind of did him in. And uh, opposing him was Lance McCullers Jr., Eight innings, nine strikeouts, one earned run. But it, it was the Angels' bullpen that just got tattooed. You know, they gave up four runs, and that's what, you know, was the difference in the ballgame. Five to one, Astros' victory over L.A. Any other notable, notable games yesterday? So the Blue Jays and Braves played down in Atlanta. So you saw two phenoms going at it. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Ronald Acuna Jr. going at it yesterday. They both homered yesterday. They both homered, which is good. But at the end of the day, it's the Blue Jays that came out on top by a score of 5-3 to three in the ATL. But that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.